You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 17 with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamu alaikum everyone. I hope everybody's week went perfectly fine and you are excelling at everything that you are doing. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me. I did not expect this many listeners this soon. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And if you get it sometime, please subscribe to the podcast and also rate and review it. I love, love, love that. Thank you. And today we are speaking about imposter syndrome. What is imposter syndrome? Well, if you look up the definition, it says imposter syndrome is a collection of feeling of inadequacy that persists despite evidence of success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that overrides any feeling of success or external proof of their competence. Now, what does that mean? That means that you do not believe in yourself. You think you are not as good as, you are not as worthy as, you are not as smart as the people around you, your people sitting in your classes, people at your work, and just overall, your friends, the society is a lot more better than you are and they have some sort of intellectual advantage over you that they can succeed at certain tasks, but you will not be able to do as well as others because they are smarter and because they are better. Now, I was not familiar with this concept when I was growing up, but I remember experiencing these feelings. And now that I started learning more about it, I learned that over 66% of women experience this and report the imposter syndrome. It recently became very famous. It was all over social media and on regular media after Michelle Obama, her book and her acknowledgement that she had also experienced the imposter syndrome and we're talking about Michelle Obama like this is the lady that you see on TV and you see her walking with confidence and her smile and she's helping so many people and she is a Harvard graduate and she's the first lady and she's been at these you know most powerful meetings and she's met world leaders and she reported that she had experienced imposter syndrome and she's not the only woman out there who's uh you know well known and famous for her work uh, maya angelo the most famous poet and the most famous writer confessed that she's experienced imposter syndrome and she said you know maybe now they'll recognize that I'm just a fraud and I am not as good as what they think I am my poems are not as great or my stories are not as well written and they'll recognize that you know she's not as good and this is Maya Angelou the well-known author and you know one of the powerful figures in our days So everybody experiences it and um, we have to learn to overcome it too because this this is 
one of our weaknesses. This is one of our um, limiting factors for success in this world. Because thinking that you don't deserve something, thinking that you don't deserve the success or the um, the recognition, that leads to you making more mistakes and you suffering from an anxiety and um, just not achieving what you are meant to achieve. And um, I suffered it myself. Um, the first time that I actually recognized it as something that's affecting me was in my physics class. I um, I mentioned before that I came uh, from a very small village in Pakistan. We had um, no access to higher level education. My school was like a tiny school and we used to sit on the floor and the teachers were amazing, but our their education level was also not as high. So the only thing that I really got out of there was learning how to read and write Urdu, and I still have those skills, and I'm grateful for that. But when I moved to the U.S., I was 12 or 13, and when I started schools, I didn't know a word of English, not even the English alphabet. So for the middle school and for the high school, I was in English as second language classes, and I did not get to take the advanced level science classes. I did not take biology or I took simple chemistry um, and uh, or physics, any of these classes because of my English barriers. I was I was able to satisfy the science requirements through other courses like art science. And honestly, I didn't even understand or get much out of those either. But when I got to the college, um, I just had this belief that everybody else has this advantage over me. They've uh, studied these sciences from the beginning and they are very smart and they are going to do way better than I am. I will barely make it. That was my belief. And the first time I was in physics class and uh, I was with two of my other friends and the first exam that we took, I got an amazing score and my friends barely passed. And that was just an absolute shock for me. And I just had, I, my brain was telling me that this is not possible. These girls have, are in that college because they have scholarships, full, fully paid ride because they went to these amazing schools and they had these amazing GPAs in high school and they've been learning this stuff since they were kids. And there's no way that you did this. There's no way that you perform better than them. This is a mistake that th this is just not possible. It was just my brain was just in denial that you you could not have done this. And uh, it was just such a battle with myself. And at the, obviously at that time, I didn't know about this, these feelings or there was a term for it. But I remember that battle so clearly. And I can even see myself as like a third person looking in and that struggle that I had just accepting that this could be me, that I did well. It, it was just really hard. And I remember I did not do well on the next exam. And I... I know it was on purpose. I did not study as hard because I did not even put in the regular amount of study that I would have put into it because I just believed that I have to do worse than my friends because they are smarter, because they have these other advantages over me, and I just have to do worse than them. 
it was just such a powerful belief. And uh, I remember when we took the second exam, I think I just, I did just as well as them. So this exam, I didn't excel at it. I didn't get, you know, amazing score, but I did just as well as they did. And that was another shocker because they had spent that time studying. They were up at night and studying and trying to do well, whereas I had just put it out. I was just learning from being in class and I was not overstudying or trying to excel this exam, but I did just as well as them. And that's when I just started questioning myself, like, maybe I can do well. Maybe you don't need that advantage growing up to learn new material. Maybe you can just learn new material and do well. And that I think that was my breaking point for me. And that's when I just started believing in myself a little bit. So where does this feeling come from? Obviously, you are not born with the feeling that you are inadequate or you're not good enough. None of us are born with those feelings, but these feelings are created by the society, by people around us. We hear from everybody else that you just cannot be good. And uh, just reading from Western uh, perspective, I read that in kids growing up in homes with alcoholic or domestic violence, they have a higher tendency of having imposter syndrome as well. And what I could think of from our Desi culture and perspective is criticism. Like, you know what I'm talking about. When we were growing up, our parents always comparing us to other kids and even to yourself. And you were just never good enough, you know, for, for non-Desi um, listeners. Uh, so when an example is that if, um, you as a Pakistani Indian or, or even Asian child, you bring in an A minus from class, your parents will tell you, why is this not A? And if you bring in an A from a class, why is this not A plus? And if you bring in an A plus, then their, their feeling is, okay, this school is too easy. They are not challenging you enough. This is the thought that we grow up with. And I think there are definitely positives to it. You know, obviously the parents do not have a bad intention. They do not want to instill these feelings of inadequacy in their kids. They want you to excel and just try to break every record, try to do better than yourself. But that does create these feelings and it just makes you feel like you are not good enough. And another example recently from social media is Hassan Minaj. He tweeted that he told his uh, father that I've finally reached a million followers on Twitter. And his father's response was, okay, Shah Rukh Khan has 17 million followers. That was what his father told him. And we all know that feeling and we exactly understood what Hassan Minaj was going through at that time. It's just so beautiful how we're connected through those uh, experiences growing up. I really think some of these feelings do arise from that uh, growing up experience because you were just always compared to your friends and how so-and-so's kid is doing so much better and they got this, you know, amazing grade and they're taking the AP classes and they're going on this amazing trip and this amazing college. You are just always, always compared with other kids. And I think that that may have something to do with this imposter syndrome and these feelings. 
And it relates to everything, even to finances, because today you may be telling yourself that you are not smart enough to learn about the stock market. You are not smart enough to learn about personal finance. You have to delegate this duty to someone else that you are just not good enough. You have your husband, your brother, your father has to make these decisions for you or you're gonna go ahead and hire a financial advisor or somebody who is more uh, experienced or smarter than you are because you are just not good enough when it comes to numbers and you are just not good enough when it comes to understanding finances or economics in general. And I want to tell you that that is just not true. The finance, learning finances, learning to manage, manage your money is not hard at all. You can learn it. Anybody can learn it and you can master it. It's not hard at all. But how do you get to believe that? How do you overcome that challenge? And your biggest challenge is yourself. It's all these thoughts in your head that are telling you that you cannot. That's your biggest challenge. There's nobody on the outside that is challenging you over this that you have to overcome or fight with. You have to fight with your own thoughts. This is a, literally a psychological game. You just have to practice your thoughts and learn to change your thoughts. Now, how do you change your thoughts? There is a famous expression that you can literally change your world just by changing your thoughts. And that is 100% true. But just by thinking a positive thought is not going to get you a different result just because it's a bad day outside and you tell yourself it's a good day. Your body's not going to believe it. Your brain's not going to believe it. And you're just not going to succeed changing your thoughts. To really change your thoughts, you have to believe it to implement a positive thought, to implement something uh, positive in your life, you actually have to believe that you can. And this is something that you may have to take baby steps with. You may not be able to go from, I don't know anything about finance and I don't know anything about money and I can never learn about it. And then next moment, you cannot tell your brain that I can conquer the Wall Street and I will beat the next Warren Buffett, your brain will just be like, haha, no, not true. I'm not believing this. So how do you go from absolutely denial to the next step? You have to start with small beliefs. Maybe today you want to practice something like I can count money. You know, that should be simple enough for most people where you can count money in your hands or I can hold money in my hands or I can learn one new thing about how money functions in this world. I can listen to one podcast, read one article on how finances work. I don't have to go, you know, start investing or buying stocks or doing any of that, but I can just learn one new thing. And that's it. You don't have to push yourself against that. You know, you know, that's something that your brain will easily believe that. Yes. Okay. We're going to learn just one more new thing. We're not 
conquering anything we are not doing anything out of our bound our brain likes comfort it it does not like being uncomfortable it it likes being at home sitting on a couch watching tv and not worrying about anything else but to get out and to succeed and to be the awesome that you are we have to face some discomfort and that's where our brain just starts drawing these blocks up for you that you absolutely cannot do this why are why are you joking with yourself why are you telling me that you know we're gonna do this we're obviously not we're not gonna go to gym like that's that's just crazy thought that's just crazy people do that we're just gonna sit home and we're not gonna do anything that's that's our normal comfort zone and we have to learn to come out of that comfort and just be ourselves this imposter syndrome is really a crappy friend that you have in your head that's just telling you that you don't deserve anything good and that you cannot learn anything better. You are just not as smart as other people and you have to learn to overcome it. And at first, you may have to make this crappy friend your friend. The first thing to overcome anything is to become aware of it you know, hear these voices, say, okay, I know you're there. Okay. I know what you're saying. You're saying I'm not as smart. I'm not as good. Okay. I acknowledge you. Hello there. You know, I, I know, I know what you're saying. Just, just be aware of it. Just acknowledge it. I think that was the first step for me too. When I started questioning myself in physics uh, class that, okay, where are these voices coming from? And then just knowing that they were there and they were telling me these things and just understanding and just letting it be. That's the first step. Just be aware and then try to go to the next step of trying to change your thoughts and small thoughts at a time, not jumping to the next huge step because you just won't be able to believe it and you will just go back into your comfort zone and say, yes, I just have to stay here. The world is just too scary out there. I was listening to one of Michelle Obama's uh, interviews and she said that you just have to get out of it uh, by practice and by work. And she said, what alternative do you have? What alternative is there instead of trying to get out of this? You are told that you can't, so you would just quit. You are still stuck in the dirt and that's all you know. You can't see anything else. Every time you break through, you learn more about yourself and the system. And he said that I've been at the most powerful tables and nobody is better or nobody's more capable and nobody's more deserving than you and that you just have to start believing and practicing that you are worthy and you are deserving and uh, you just have to come out of these uh, thoughts from your head that's the biggest challenge you have the biggest challenge you have is inside of you inside your head so it's an awesome interview. I'm sure you can Google just Michelle Obama on uh, imposter syndrome and you'll come out with multiple interviews. And that's a beautiful way of looking at it. Like, well, what alternative you have, you'll just keep living the life that you are living now versus you may be meant to do something great. And, you know, that's your alternative. Just stay where you are or go and conquer the world or at least try 
you know, at least try to do that. And then you don't blame yourself for not trying. That's, you know, it's our brain just keeps telling us uh, all these negative thoughts. Like first, it'll tell you that you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. You're not smart enough. And then when you don't try, it's going to tell you, well, you didn't even try. <laughs> so you just have to overcome your own thoughts and your own beliefs and just try to learn something and try to do something. I hope this episode helped and I hope uh, you are able to learn more about finances. Just overcome your fear. You can do this. I, I know I've spoken to a couple of friends and they're like, we got so overwhelmed. We stopped listening to, um, we're still waiting to listen to the next episode. I'm only on like episode three or four and I'm going to wait until I do this and then I'm going to listen to the next. And that's just all coming out of fear. That's all it is it's just fear your body's just telling you that you're not worthy and you're not you just can't do it so you just have to come out of that comfort and just do it all right my friends inshallah i'll talk to you next time please let me know how i'm doing and until next time bye